1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Who is the number one recruiting team in the Big Ten? The B1G, Schultzy. My Duckies, right? Number one. Yes. Uh that they've is such a good feeling. I was confused on this because I'm on 24-7's website. I believe the kid they just snagged from Idaho is a Gatlin Bear. Yes, Gatlin Bear. And then they also have Elijah Rushing. I thought both of them were five stars, correct? I've seen 24/7 stuff calling them five stars. I thought so. On the website, in the ranking for 2024, it says zero five stars. So I was kind of hmm. confused by that.
0: Maybe Gatlin's a four star? Yeah, may,
2: maybe maybe I got that information incorrect. The text police are always welcome to to correct us on that stuff. We always appreciate that. Uh, but Dan Lanning and the Oregon Ducks, number one in the Big Ten. Waltzing right in there and overtaking Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, USC. I know Nebraska with rules trying to turn that around and he's certainly recruiting at a better level Washington unfortunately suffered you know the most unfortunate circumstance of all with getting to a title game and then losing so much but Oregon's number one in the b1g walking in and number one in recruiting when you look further Tom Luganville had this at ESPN uh school with the most ESPN 300 recruits Georgia 21 Alabama 18 Oregon, number three in all of the land with 17. Top 10 class, uh, Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Oregon, Texas, Miami, LSU, Oklahoma, Auburn, and Florida. Now, the class rankings can vary from website to website.
0: Of course. But
2: Ohio State, Oregon, Georgia, and Bama are like the consensus top four by almost every metric. Where they rank, that's subjective, I guess, but... You know, Oregon doing something. I know some people out there, Dan Lanning hasn't beaten Washington. Dan Lanning hasn't won a Pac 12 title. The thing we know about college football, though, is Jimmy's Joes. Jimmy's Joes. Dan Lanning will handle the X's nose, but you need to give him the Jimmy's and the Joes. And Oregon certainly is doing this, and they're doing it, Schultze, on a level that kind of suggests. National championship, not insane thought for them, given the talent uh, build that they've had with Dan Lanning in just, what, two and a half, three
0: years. Yeah, I feel like the the Big Ten's going to be set up for success for the Oregon Ducks because their high-flying offense to this point is more exciting than everybody but maybe like an Ohio State on a week-to-week basis. When Michigan had J.J. McCarthy throw the ball, they could move it, but it's now going to be Oregon and personally in my opinion everybody else below them on an offensive tier when you've got four and five star wide receivers coming into the program that's never happened before no and finally with the level that we've all been hoping that chip could get us to but didn't want to recruit Helfrich just left the cupboard empty and then you kind of get screwed over by two coaches now in the Big Ten it's the perfect time for all of the chips kind of to be on the table for them but not only their young guys all the transfers that they got to shore up the defensive side of the ball they got So many secondary guys to plug the holes. I mean, you loved getting Kyrie Jackson last year. You loved other guys coming in and making a huge impact. But then half those guys ended up leaving after a season. What does Dan Lanning do? Come right in and uses this move to the Big 12 and the Ducks' success in the last big two ten. seasons. Yeah. Excuse me, Big Ten. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That is a total Freudian slip. It's not a big deal. Yeah. All right, yeah, Big Ten. But uh, using the success from the last two years as well and kind of just saying, hey, this is where we're at. We're going to rule this next conference, and these kids believe him. Well, the other part of this, I mean, we know what they did at quarterback. Dylan Gabriel, Dante
2: Moore, uh, Luke Moga is still, they just brought him in. Then you add Elijah Rushing, uh, Aiden Breland, Jeremiah McClellan was a flip from Ohio State on signing day in December. I remember that one. You get the number one JUCO DB in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, you add Evan Stewart, a former five-star recruit from Texas A&M, an elite wide receiver. Uh, you've got Jamari Caldwell from Houston. You bring in Jabbar Muhammad from Washington. Interesting little note of the of the teams in the title game, in, in the, the playoff, 82% were high school recruits. And I've said this, high school recruiting in bulk is going to be bigger than the portal. But I think the portal, and you can, I think you can make a, an okay argument that's here now, the portal, even though that's 18% by math, I think you can make a real argument the portal is just as important, right? What is Washington? They had all those guys that were recruited years ago, Roma Dunze, Bray, Braylon Trice, like, these were guys that experienced multiple coaches in their careers at Washington, right? Good players, stout studs. What what was the difference for them? They got elevated by transfer quarterback. Come on down. That's one player compared to the other players that were high school recruits. So, yes, the percentages in high school, and it is important. But I also think the way the portal is operating, what's Oregon next year if they don't have Dylan Gabriel? Of course, If this is just Dante Morin, some guys you've never seen, I don't know where the confidence is. Maybe it's high because Will Stein's offense looked great this year. And Bo Nix for two years said, look at this system. Look at the talent. We can build this. We can be okay. But Dylan Gabriel was awesome at Oklahoma. Him coming to Eugene kind of sets it even higher in terms of what they could potentially accomplish. So the juggernaut that they're building down there in Eugene you don't have to like that team. A lot of you do, though, and I don't know how you're not through the moon because, man, in that in that sport specifically, it is ex- it's only about talent acquisition. Yeah. It is only about being elite at this particular thing. When you recruit at this level, the history of the sport suggests you are in it with all these other big boys. Now, can you beat Georgia this year? I, I think most Probably people would say not. no, but we'll see. Georgia's bringing back a lot of players. Ohio State, tons of players. I think that's a kind of coin flip game when they play at Autzen. Alabama, we'll see what DeBoer does, how he salvages what what they have. They have a lot of players. They got five five-stars in this class. We'll see what DeBoer is. And then any other program you would circle, Florida State, Michigan with Sharon Moore, maybe LSU this year. Maybe their defense gets improved, but they're having to replace their quarterback. I don't know who it is, but whoever that is, you are putting Oregon in that conversation. That's what Dan Lanning's doing. It Whether he wins the title, you can have the opinion he won't or he will, but right now the recruiting profile, the mm-hmm. talent profile of that program says top end of college football, the very top end of college football. And it's, he's done a remarkable job
0: of building that thing up even higher than the guy built it before him. I do think that you bring up the perfect way to make this point, and that's the quarterback position. Can you name another school that's gotten two? And I know this whole transfer portal thing, the NIL world, this is very new. We're looking at five years or less of this. But has any school in that time gotten two of the top transfer quarterbacks in one go? I can't think of any, and look at what Ohio State had to settle for this year. Kansas State's Will Howard. Oh, I, I see. I,
2: I will push back on that. Okay. I, I think Will Howard was a big. That was a great pickup. I, I wouldn't classify. For me, I wouldn't Schultze, say. Settle. In okay, in a I vacuum. Think, I think yes. Will, How- Will
0: Howard was being coveted by Lincoln Riley. Okay, in a vacuum, yes, but <laughs> compared to Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore, as far as the profile of the schools that you're looking at, yeah. Oregon is the lead. They're tough.
2: Getting both of them to your point is huge. Dante has, I think, a lot of kind of turning the career around because such a bad it was such a bad start at UCLA. That was a bad fit. Well, yeah, it
0: was. It's, he he it's, chose to say, you know what, chose. I'm not going to start in my yep. first year. Now he's thankfully yeah. okay with that, and that actually helps Oregon's future because it would probably just have been Dante Moore last year uh, uh, waiting for Bo Nix if he decided to come here, and now we'd have just Dante Moore right. as our quarterback instead of Dylan Gabriel. I think throwing pick sixes
2: in multiple games does that to a guy. He says, well, maybe I'm not ready to start yet. Maybe maybe I'll sit on the bench and wait it out behind this guy and and – Dante can certainly turn the career around. Uh, but, yeah, they, yeah. the only disagreement I'd have is, is Will Howard. If Lincoln Riley wants that guy, I want that guy. Okay. I think that guy is capable. When you have three Heisman Trophy winners under your belt, I know his program and the down year and whatnot. I'm still going to trust his evaluation of the position. Massive pickup for Ohio State. The Ohio State-Oregon battle this year at Autzen, I'd have to go look. I think Georgia plays – Texas. I have to go look at the schedule. Certainly in the running for the biggest game, and Ohio State Michigan is its own entity. But man, Ohio State at Autzen. I think that's October, right? October, early October, mid-October, somewhere around there. God, what a game that's going to be. But Oregon is, man, they've turned it up. They've turned the heat up. Top three recruiting class. Top four, according to ESPN. Number one, and they're sitting there with all of these prospects coming in feeling like they can build off what they did last year. And last year, they got to the Pac-12
1: title game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.